0: Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Grinkmeyer. Hi, I'm Kerry Grinkmeyer, and I'm the host of the bestofusinvestors.com. We're a collection of people who share ideas on our Discord. Um, about what are the best opportunities in investing, and what should we be looking seriously at? The other thing I'm—I I try to help people make good investment decisions. I try to help them learn the tax code so that they keep more of what they make. And ultimate goal to create family wealth, to make your family and the people who follow you better off. So. I've been involved in the stock market for a long time. I was just thinking that the first stock I owned was Beach Nut. Uh, My dad took me, I would guess it was probably in the late 50s, uh, to his stockbroker. And there was literally a ticker tape where the prices of the stocks would digitally come across this. And there were guys sitting there with pads of paper and they were trading there on the spot. And my dad asked me, uh, why don't you pick a stock? Why don't you buy a stock? And I, I chose Beechnut Nut because I liked to chew gum at that time. And that was the first stock, and that that was the first exposure to the stock market. Now, I look back and I say, what are some of the things that I've learned about the stock market that, if I had been more perceptive, could have really changed my life? And that was, I I look back at it and say, well, if in the late 90s, I had understood the impact of the internet on the economy, wow, could I have made some money? And I wondered, I said, well, it, would I have seen or could I have seen? the Amazons, the Apples, the Googles, if I was really astute to it, could I have seen that? And I think I probably could have, particularly if I would have done a lot of reading and because most people don't read. So in order to get ahead of people in whatever you do, you do what they don't do um, and and you educate yourself. So the next one I thought about was, would I have seen the the impact that this was going to have on on our current world. Yeah, probably. If I had been really active in it. Now I was a financial advisor, but you gotta understand that when you work for a large financial planning company, all you're doing is diversifying people's assets. You're you're leaving the management. Back then it was mutual funds and ETS. You're leaving the management of those funds to other individuals you're not really doing it yourself and as warren buffett says diversification is one of the biggest mistakes you can make in in the stock market you if if you diversify you can expect to get the same average return as the s&p 500 does and that's somewhere around 8% well since i've been active in it and and really at managing my own portfolio i've i've never gone lower than 25% and this past year it's gotten up over 40 and 50% so and the year's not over so then i look at it and say okay you experienced the the uh dot com the uh, the growth of the internet you experienced the growth of the phone what's the next What's the next big change that's going to give you the opportunity to get exponential growth in your portfolio? Well, I think I think we're, we're experiencing it, um, and that is the, the coronavirus. Uh, it has changed the world. It, it has brought the world's economies to a halt, much as World War II brought the world's economies to a halt much as 9-11, very short period, brought the world's economies to a halt. And after both of those, there was a gathering, a meeting of the minds of the powers that said, we can't allow this to ever happen again, because it cripples our economies. World War II crippled everybody's economies, made Europe had to go back and start all over. They had to rebuild their country. Japan had to rebuild their country. Um, and then 9/11. My God, the effect that had on on our country and how we responded to it with the same words: "This can never happen again." And that's where we're at right now. And that makes me smile because I think I figured it out. What? is the impact that this is going to have on our world. Well, when when Hitler bombed the, the the France and England and and marched on Russia, um we came away from it and said we have to come together collectively and put our differences aside. And make sure this never happens again. Well, again, that's w- and that's why I'm smiling again. That's what I think is going to happen. We are going to see a change, a very positive change, in the way countries interact, the way we interact with China. Yeah, we've been throwing some stones at China and saying, this is all your fault. But that's all. that's all going to be pushed to the side and said, okay, but... How are we going to make sure it doesn't happen again? And that's going to focus down on our healthcare system. How do we recognize that Kerry has a virus that if he goes out of his house, he could spread it to the whole city of Birmingham, to the whole state of Alabama, to the whole Southeast, to the whole United States to the whole world. How can we make sure that Kerry can't do that? We have to monitor his health. Now, there's two different, very distinct elements of monitoring health. The first one, it, and, and where there is some tremendous advance that nobody's paying a whole lot of attention to, is genome. Mapping sequencing my genome. What is my genome? It is the architecture of my body. Where did that architecture come from? All of my ancestors, all the way back to Adam and Eve. We suspect that God did it right and made a perfect genome for Adam and Eve. But as Adam and Eve bred, some of those genomes came out of whack. And that genome that came out of whack gives my family a propensity for cancer. And and I can look back through my genealogy and I can see that there's a good chance I'm going to die from cancer. And that's in my genome. Well, tracking genomes uh, is an expensive process. In 2000, if I wanted my genome tracked or sequenced so that I could see that little obstruction, it would have cost me a hundred million dollars, yeah, that's what it would have cost me. But through technology, the price is now down to four hundred dollars, okay, So what you're telling me, Carrie, is for four hundred dollars, I potentially could get my genome sequenced. Or let, let, let's say my grandson's genome sequenced, and I could know if he had a propensity for cancer. Yeah, I could do that. Well, okay, so I know that. What do I do about it? Well, are you familiar with CRISPR? CRISPR is a company that is building a method by which we can enter that sequenced genome, and we can push that genome back into place to take away that propensity for cancer. Whoa, really? Yeah, but that don't work for everything. So there are other companies, Uh, the one that Trump liked so much, they're they're developing a chemical, a pharmaceutical that will push it back in place And then if you keep taking it, it will keep it in place. Whoa. So if I understand what you're saying, Carrie, there is medication, there is science, there is technology that could change the forefront of medical care comparable to the change that the internet made in e-commerce, in social media. That, that it could totally revolutionize the medical care field? Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. The technology's there. The other element of this technology is the same company that can sequence my genome is the company that sequenced the genome of the coronavirus so that Pfizer could take that sequencing and basically over time, develop a vaccine as we were told today, that is 90% 90 effective in putting that virus out of commission, taking it out of my body. Wow, that's something to get excited about. So, who is this company? This company is a company by the name of Illumina. Um. It's a California-based company. It sells a sequencing machine for $335,000. Now, you're not going to buy one, but probably your hospital will. Possibly any medical care facility who wants to be in the medical care business in the future will buy one. And their business plan is such that as you use it, you pay a subscription fee. And so, that's where the $400 cost comes in they make they so if it costs $400 so that i know my propensity for for getting cancer and then there is a way to put that genome back or to keep it correct it and keep it in line that's going to save the insurance companies a hell of a lot of money so do you think that maybe the insurance companies will step up and say, we'll pay for it, Carrie, or Carrie, we won't pay it for you because you're 76 years old and there's not enough risk there, but we'll pay for your 15-year-old grandson or your 21-year-old granddaughter or your 18-year-old granddaughter. Yeah, I think they probably will. And I think it's going to revolutionize the medical industry as we know it. Now, Then there's the other issue of, okay, Carrie, you get this virus, as I was telling you. How do we take care of that? Well, they're working on that too. And they're working on it at Sanford University. I've told you this before, and Harvard University. They're making a smart toilet. And that's going to be a part of my smart home. And uh, I'm going to have a smart health checkup every morning when I do my poop by do my pee, and it's analyzed and sent into the cloud and compared with millions of other people's poop and pee. And then I go to brush my teeth and, and the bristles and the 5G bristles in my toothbrush analyze my saliva. And then I stand naked in front of a mirror and the smart mirror analyzes my body to make sure that there's nothing growing there that doesn't belong. And that's what's going to happen. And if you don't believe me, would you believe Tim Cook? In July, January of 2019, Tim Cook had an interview with Jim Cramer, and Jim Cramer was asking him, "What's the future of Apple? What's the new phone? What's the new tablet? What's what, what about the smartwatch?" And 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 Tim Cook said, "Step back a second, Jim." He says, "I want you to think." 20 years in the future, and I want you to turn around and look back and tell me what is the important thing that Apple contributed to society. And he said, and it won't be the phone. It'll be healthcare. It'll be the smart watch, the Apple watch, the Apple t-shirt, the smart t-shirt, the EKG that it does, the smart shoes, whatever. And they're all going to communicate through, through your Apple phone or your Samsung phone. And that's going to be the revolution that's going to answer the question, how do we make sure that this never happens again? So now that you know this, now that you know this is what's going to happen, what are you going to do about it? How are you going to position yourself to take advantage of it? How, knowing knowing what you knew, what you know now, if you had known about this before it happened, what would you have done? Knowing what you know now, you would have bought Apple. You would have bought Google. You would have bought Amazon. You would have bought Microsoft. You would have bought the companies that were driving, facilitating this change. So I'm telling you what you need to be doing now is buying the companies that are gonna facilitate this change. Now, it's going down a dark alley. You don't know if I'm right or I'm wrong. But you do know now, which you didn't know when this video started, what the possibilities are, you need to now decide, is Illumina at, I think it's about $300 a share, something I want to own? Is CRISPR, and I think it's about $100 a share, something that I want to own? Is it going to happen next month? No. No. Because truly, before the real growth can happen, More people have to see this video. More people have to wake up and stop saying, "Well, we've got a Democratic Congress now, and we've got a Democratic president. How's that going to affect it? I don't care. I really don't care. Because Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, um, Chuck Schumer, they can't stop this. It's bigger than them. This is... The internet, could, could, who was president? Could Bill Clinton have stopped the internet? Could George Bush have stopped the internet? Could George Bush have stopped the phone? No, no. Now, the other thing that you need to recognize is this is of supreme importance, because I wanna, I wanna share with you something. What is the most important asset? that you own, you currently own right now. You might say it's Tesla, you might say it's Apple. No, the most important asset you own right now is your life and your health. And right there with it is your family's life and health. It's all about your lifespan. You should read this book, but really you shouldn't. It's way over my head. But I was able to glean enough out of it to know that's a genome. That's the savior of your life. It may be too late for me, but that's a genome. And as that is sequenced and as that is mastered, it won't be ridiculous for somebody who is currently 30 years old to live to be 150. Because as you think about this, if we take cancer out of the question, if we take heart disease out of the question, if we take liver failure out of the question, what's going to kill you? What's going to kill you? It isn't. So how much are you willing to spend to make this happen? I think our government's gonna spend whatever it takes to make sure that another pandemic, another virus does not take over and destroy our world. I don't think there's a question about it. I don't think it matters who's president. I don't think it matters who's on the Supreme Court. We have already shown that we're willing to print whatever amount of money it takes to make the world a better place. So I think what we're looking at is an investment opportunity of a lifetime. I think that the the whole thing has come to play in such a way that there there is no doubt in my mind that genome sequencing is going to become a matter of fact, that smart homes and smart bathrooms are going to become a matter of fact, and there's nothing that's going to stop it. So if this is the kind of video, the foresight you would like to see, subscribe, um, join, become a member. I do uh a Sunday evening live session. The 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 money that go from that will go to support my charitable foundation, um, which is to find a cure for cancer, which is going to happen as a result of genome sequencing. Thank you so much. Um, I am so excited about what I'm going to live through in 2020 and how this world is going to change so much for the better so peace be with you go the mass has ended tune in tomorrow for the next episode